1: Hello, Bleeding Green Nation, and welcome back to another edition of Eye on the Enemy, powered by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I'm your host, John Stolness. You can follow me on Twitter, at John Stolness. And coming up, we're going to preview this Sunday afternoon's Eagles-Jets game with McGregor Wells. He's the deputy manager of Gang Green Nation. We're going to go over all the top storylines, the players to watch, and he'll give us his prediction on what's going to go down on Sunday afternoon. So uh, let's not waste any time. Let's get right to it. And joining me to help break down this Sunday afternoon's game between the Eagles and the Jets is McGregor Wells. He's the deputy manager for Gang Green Nation. Uh, Joining me to talk about some of the key matchups and uh, where the Jets are right now in their rebuilding process. McGregor, thanks for coming on Eye on the Enemy. How are you?
0: I'm very well.
1: Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And one of our old buddies, Joe Douglas, is the guy running the Jets right now, and he's had a few years there to really try and start this rebuild. He had a really big draft uh, this last year getting a getting uh, what he hopes is a franchise quarterback and what he hopes is a, a franchise uh, left tackle or left guard, pardon me. And um, I know there's uh, some building blocks uh, that the Jets have right now. It's not really manifesting itself in victories on the field. But before we dive into Eagles versus Jets, just give me a 20,000-foot a view on where the Jets are in their rebuild right now and how you guys are feeling about where they are.
0: The Jets are very, very early in the rebuild, and it's not clear that it's going to work. Um, it, you talked about the uh, hope, hoping for the uh, franchise quarterback, but uh, Zach Wilson is a quarterback that drafted, and he so far is, is not working out, and it's very early. But right now, he's 32nd in the league in, in passer rating of 32 quarterbacks, so that is not great. Um, he has struggled mightily in almost every aspect of the game. If you don't have a quarterback in this league, you really don't have much much of a team. Um, so you know that draft will depend largely on Zach Wilson. Now, up and down that draft, yes, there are other players. Elijah Tuck, you mentioned that the left guard is, is playing very well. Uh, Michael Carter, the running back, um, he's now on injury reserve, but he was playing extremely well. Elijah Moore at wide receiver is playing well. So there are a lot of. A good uh, building blocks. But uh, if the quarterback doesn't work out, you're right back to a rebuild in in two or three years. So right now it's not looking great, but if Zach Wilson does turn things around, it'll be looking very, very good.
1: Has there been any promise from him so far? Has he had a game or two where you could see flashes and you could say to yourself, man, I, maybe there is something here, even though as a rookie, he's really up and down.
0: He did well against the Tennessee Titans. Um, uh, He pretty much won that game on, on the strength of his arm. Um, that's really the one and only game you can point to as you know what this is looking like a, a piece that we can really use but other than that he's been a viability in every sense of the word um every quarterback just about three other quarterbacks start games this year every other one has played better than zach wilson mm. um, so that that's really not a, a good sign
1: yeah 57.6 percent completion rate uh 13 yards four touchdowns 10 interceptions um, certainly, I mean, you expect a rookie to, to make a bunch of mistakes. What, what do you expect the Eagles to do uh, against him this week as far as scheme goes? Because we know Jonathan Gannon has been blitzing a little bit more. Is this a guy that you want to blitz or is this a guy you want to basically rush for and make him try and pick out uh, receivers to hit amongst a, um, a cadre of uh, defensive backs and linebackers?
0: Uh, Zach Wilson has a horrific sack rate, and but mostly because he just doesn't get rid of the ball very, very quickly. He, he's not trusting what he sees in front of him, and so he holds onto the ball too long. If I were the Eagles, I would blitz uh, a lot. Um, and the only other thing I would say is keep the play in front of you. That is, if anything, that Zach Wilson does well, it, it, it's hitting the deep ball. Um, if you can take that away from him, because he's always trying to hit that, and make him force him to hit underneath over and over again, these five or six, seven yard passes. I don't think he's capable of doing it, and if you force him to do that, he's going to make a mistake. So I would, I was, I would just try to take away the deep ball. And blitz like crazy?
1: Are there any other matchups on the uh, on the Jets' offensive side when when they have the ball that you feel are particularly good matchups against? What the Eagles will try to do against them defensively?
0: Well, uh, there's really only one guy that I think it, it will present problems. That's, how, that's Elijah Moore. He's, I think, he presents problems with anybody in the league. This guy is is, is the real deal. He's very difficult to to, to defend. He's very slippery. Great root runner. Um, got a lot of speed. He can take it to the house from anywhere on the field. Uh, I would I would uh, devote a lot of resources to, to to stopping him. If you can stop him, you can stop the Jets. I think.
1: Well, let's look at the other side of the ball right now. And I know the Eagles bread and butter over these last six weeks has been running the football. Uh, they're doing it with uh, Miles Sanders. They're doing it with Boston Scott. They're doing it with Jordan Howard when Howard was was healthy. Um, Kenny Gainwell's getting getting in the mix. But the quarterback, Jalen Hurts, has also added a dimension to the running game that um, has been really hard for teams to stop. Even last week's loss to the Giants, they, they had a hard time stopping the Eagles' run game. Uh, the Jets this year have also had great difficulty in stopping the run, if I'm reading the numbers correct. Um, although they, they did pretty well last week against the Titans, did they not?
0: Uh, they did. There was a one game all year against the uh, Texans where they, um, they really did run the ball very well. But, you know, it was the Texans. Was the Texans yeah. are one of the worst teams in the football. Um, this is a terrible matchup for the Jets. The Eagles, I think, are the number one rushing team in the league. And they've averaged something like, if I'm not mistaken, 215 yards a game for the past five games. And the Jets can't stop the run. They haven't stopped the run all year except for uh, last week. Um, it, this is not a good matchup. And I anticipate the Eagles have a lot of success running the ball right down the Jets' throats.
1: Yeah, I mean, is this a matter of a, a porous defensive line in the middle? Is it a, a matter of uh, a linebackers or some combination of all of that?
0: <laughs> uh, the middle of the Jets line is not too bad, um, but the linebackers are terrible um, and the, um, the defensive backs are terrible in run support. But the worst thing about the Jets is they just are blowing assignments on a, an alarming level. It's just they're not in the right place at the right time. Is it a young defense? Is, is that what's going on here? extremely young yeah there's there's rookies all up and down the lineup and it's not rookie second year players and they just they're not where they're supposed to be on defense Uh,
1: another matchup kind of in the middle of the line is uh jack driscoll is going to be out for the eagles obviously for the next few weeks he'd been playing pretty well at at right guard so landon dickerson this year's second round pick will take his place um and Quentin williams is obviously the number three overall pick back in the in the 2019 draft so um I think that's an interesting matchup to, to key on too uh, when, when the Eagles have the ball because uh, Williams has been one of the players on the defensive line that's, that's had a very good season, right?
0: That's right. Quinton Williams and John Franklin Myers are both have had very good seasons. They put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. If there's anything they can call a Jets' strength, it will be the Jets' defensive line. If the Jets have any hope of winning this game, the defensive line has to come up with a big, big game.
1: So I I was looking through the years. The Eagles and Jets have played each other 11 times. I knew the Eagles had won 11 in a row. I did not realize they've won all 11 games in this series. It's astonishing to me that it could go that long. And uh, looking at a a lot of the games, a lot of them are not, uh, most of them are are relatively close, especially over the last few years. But um, it's is there some kind of uh is it a is it just like a fluky freak of nature thing that the eagles have have are leading this series 11 to no 11 to nothing right now
0: yeah i don't really believe in hexes or curses or anything like that i'm not a superstitious guy so yeah the eagles have been a better team um, throughout the years and they just there's no reason other than it's a foot, but also the Eagles have been a better organization. That's just the way it is.
1: So what needs to happen in your eyes for the Jets to finally actually start to, to turn this thing around? I mean, I know you mentioned the quarterback just a second ago, and that's obviously going to be paramount, but does he have enough support from the coaching staff right now? Are, are there the right people in place, to, in your opinion, to help mold a young quarterback, to help a young quarterback grow in this offense? Because we saw with Sam Darnold, they weren't able to help him grow. And, you know, it's possible Zach Wilson is, is a more talented quarterback than Sam Darnold. I would imagine he probably is, but a lot
0: of this comes down to coaching. Does it not? It does. And I think, uh, LaFleur as the, uh, the offensive coordinator actually has a lot of promise. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with LaFleur and, um, whether he has good quarterback coaches is really hard for me as a, as a fan to, to figure that out. I don't know. Um, but I think the offensive coordinator is the right guy in place. At least I think so right now. Um, and so I'm not worried about the coaching. I'm really more worried more about, about uh, Zach Wilson. I just he's just not ready. He should probably shouldn't be playing right now. But they really don't have anybody else to put in there.
1: I know they just got Joe Flacco right a couple of weeks ago, right, and right. Uh, that helps the Eagles draft out next year. I mean, that's amazing <laughs> that he, they picked him up. But I mean, I, I get it. You need to have somebody play play quarterback for you. What are the chances we see Joe Flacco this this Sunday afternoon? Does that is there any cho- any chance of Zach Wilson just getting straight up benched at, at this point?
0: No, there's no chance of that happening right now at all. The, the coaching staff has made it very clear. If he's healthy, he's in there. Um, so Joe Facco goes in maybe if, 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 uh, if Zach Wilson gets hurt. But other than that, I don't see it happening.
1: Last thing for you on just kind of the, the makeup of the team. I, I mentioned Joe Douglas at the top. Has he done a good job as the GM? Like to, and, and if not, how long of a shelf life does he have in New York?
0: Uh, he's done really well in some things and not so well in others. His, his trades have been terrific. Um, for the most part, um, he's gotten a lot of, of, of value back in the draft um, for many of his trades. Um, his, his drafts have been up and down. The 2020 draft was not very good so far. 2021 draft looks very good, other than Zach Wilson. Um, his free agent moves have not panned out, but some of them have been just injuries. Where you just you can't predict this stuff. I mean, so, so he's he signed Carl Lawson, who was looking very good in, in training camp, and then he's hurt. You know, and. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, Gerard Davis, he signed. he's been hurt most of the year. Um, you know, these some of these things just can't help. But so far, it's been a mixed bag. I still like uh, uh, Douglas, but as a GM, but I'm not sure that a lot of Jets fans have a lot more patience because <laughs> one, one of the things one of the things he did wrong, I think, was you know when he came in, the Jets had won six of their last eight games in 2019, and I think he looked at that and said, "We can win now." Mm-hmm. For the 2020 season, I don't think he really took seriously the rebuild. He tore it down in 2021. And so people are, are are looking at this like you've been here two and a half years and we're still at the worst team in football. So yeah. what what's up, dude? You know. But I think the problem is he waited a year too long to start mm-hmm. this tear down. And it's going to put, put a lot of pressure on next year to start winning, and it's probably too too early. He probably yeah. won't win until 2023 or the early. So this is going to be a difficult transition for him.
1: Well, final thing then here for you, uh, McGregor, I need a prediction from you as far as uh, Sunday afternoon goes. How do you see things shaking out?
0: I don't see the, the the Jets hanging with the Eagles. Uh, uh, the, the Eagles' running game is, is terrific, and the Jets' running defense is horrific, and I just think that's a terrible matchup for the Jets. I think the Eagles are going to just ram their wall right down the Jets' throats. It's going to be a difficult game for the Jets. The Eagles are going to win pr- probably fairly easily. But- yeah,
1: I think this is I agree. I think it's one of those games you don't, might not necessarily need Jalen Hurts to throw the ball, which is obviously the Eagles big offensive weakness is forcing him to to throw. But uh, we'll see how things shake out on Sunday afternoon. And folks, make sure that you're reading Gang Green Nation to get the inside scoop on everything going on with the New York Jets ahead of this Sunday afternoon's game. Make sure you're reading everything McGregor Wells is writing for them over there as well. McGregor, thank you for coming on Eye on the Enemy. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Well, here's my quick prediction for what's going to go down on Sunday afternoon. I see this game going much the same way, although I still don't know exactly which running backs will be available. We know Jordan Howard is not going to play on Sunday afternoon. Miles Sanders still up in the air as of this recording, as is Boston Scott. Uh, If the Eagles just have one of those guys even, I think it's enough to power them through this game against a very bad Jets team. Of course, we said that last week about the Giants as well. You really can't lose to the Giants and Jets in back-to-back weeks. You just can't do it. I, no, I don't care what you've got going on in-house. I don't care what kind of injuries you have going on, whether it's, you know, Jalen Hurts plays or Gardner Minshew plays or whoever it is, you got to beat the New York Jets. You have to beat the New York Jets. You have to beat the New York Jets. And at the end of the day, I think the Eagles will beat the New York Jets. I think this is going to be another kind of ugly game, but I do feel like the Eagles pull away late in this one and really start to handle things in the fourth quarter. The running game takes over. And I think, uh, I think the Jets offense is going to struggle against Jonathan Gannon's defense. I know the D line doesn't get much pressure on their own, but it seems to me like, uh, he's a guy who um, really struggles if you have a lot of guys in the backfield like uh, Wells was talking about. So I think you're going to see a lot of blitzing. I think you're going to see a lot of guys around uh, Zach Wilson, and I think you're going to force him into a couple of mistakes. So I see the Eagles winning this thing going away 30 to 17. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this edition of Eye on the Enemy. My thanks to McGregor once again for coming on and joining us. Don't forget to check out bleedinggreennation.com each and every day for the latest Eagles news and uh, rumors and updates and, Check out all of the great podcasts we have for you at the Bleeding Green Nation podcast feed. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time here on Eye on the Enemy. P.G.N.